Welcome to the Signature Grow the Game podcast. I'm your host, Dan Soviero, and today we're going to dive into the world of youth sports and speak with leaders who are making an impact in their communities. From coaches to program directors and beyond, we'll explore the latest trends, issues, and solutions in the world of youth sports. But before we get started, we'd like to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Signature Athletics. Their game-changing team swag stores are designed to make youth and travel sports programs feel like the big leagues. If you like what you hear on the podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. All right, welcome to the Signature Grow the Game podcast. I'm your host, Dan Soviero, founder of Signature Athletics. And today I've got a really good friend of mine, Andrew Mamawi, joining us. Andrew, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. So a little background on Andrew for our listeners. Andrew was born and raised in Uganda. He is a professional photographer and videographer working with Akisa Ministry, which is a national governing organization for working with kids living with disabilities in Uganda. And in his spare time, he is very involved in sports and is the uh, director of Uganda Lacrosse, the founder and director of Kids Lacrosse Africa, a longtime signature partner and someone I am just super proud to to call a friend. So, Andrew, thank you so much for uh, for being with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, we would love to get a little background on your um, what was your sport growing up and. Um, what was that signature moment that that drove you to be so passionate about sports that that you've stuck with it and and helped to build a new sport in in Uganda? Yeah, so like uh, my sport growing up uh, was uh, was soccer. Uh, uh, soccer is uh, is everything in Uganda because uh, um, this is a sport that uh, is in almost every school, every community. So uh, growing up, it's what you see daily uh, on TV. Uh, Almost every community. So, uh, like, what really sparked me into, uh, like, uh, being consistent with lacrosse was uh, mostly community. Uh, like, uh, uh, when I got introduced to the game, uh, I so much loved it, uh, and I wanted uh, to continue with it uh, with the kids uh, in our very community and probably use it uh, to escape our past as uh, uh, kids who grew up uh, uh, in a very small community with less opportunities and uh, uh, not so many people are giving us a hand uh, in, uh, in whatever we're trying to do. And uh, the sense of them are uh, being a, a huge uh, part of my life. Yeah. That's amazing. So um, you, you, you basically saw the sport as an avenue for giving more kids the opportunities to, to get out of uh where they grew up and into a better opportunity. Yes, uh, yeah, something like that. But also, uh, like uh, keeping them away from uh, activities that uh, could put their life to waste. Uh, uh, activities that could lead them out of school. So, um, uh, like, uh, like always, uh, like our program runs. Uh, it runs uh, throughout the year and throughout the year. So. Uh, during school holidays, we have we have a platform like a, a platform where kids can come and uh, uh, share with fellow kids, uh, play, uh, learn from each other, uh, just be kids. Uh, it's the same thing during school. Like uh, uh, we help them uh, during school, like get to these schools, uh, give uh, this free training uh, daily. 
That's amazing. So, and just to give all the listeners kind of an idea of the scale, when I met you three years ago or four years ago now, um, Kids Lacrosse Africa was really just starting to to get going. And now how many kids are involved throughout a year, throughout the year? Yeah, I think uh, right now we are, I think uh, over 250 uh, wow. because we run two programs, uh, one uh, one in Jinja, uh, Jinja is uh, next to the source of the River Nile, uh, yeah. beautiful place. Then uh, one uh, in uh, Northern Uganda. Uh, Northern Uganda is a war-torn area, uh, so uh, it has a lot of refugees from South Sudan, uh, a few from Congo. So, uh, yeah, like when you combine all the numbers plus the school, uh, schools program, I believe we should hire 250. Wow. So from the time that I met you three or four years ago to now, you've been able to grow the sport of lacrosse in Uganda from from basically zero to 250 people playing on a pretty consistent basis and throughout the year. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, uh, like uh, it's been a it's been a lot of help, uh, and I would say uh, mostly uh, most of it it comes from a signature lacrosse. Uh, the finances to make some of these things happen has been uh, really, really great. Uh, it has uh, uh, given us uh, big steps, uh, big strides towards uh, what our our future looks like and uh, what we hope to accomplish in the future. Yeah, I feel uh, we are getting some. Well, I, I appreciate that. And uh, I know the rest of our team does, but it it really, it's been so much fun for me personally to work with you over the last couple of years because um, when you're building something in a new area, it really takes a brand champion, somebody who's just going to be selfless and, and just make it happen because they, they absolutely love it and they just have that passion. And the first time we met on LinkedIn, um, I immediately felt that you had that same level of passion. And I've, I've seen it in other people, but I had never seen it to this to the level that I saw it in you. And just watching what you've done over the last three years with with those kids, it's just it's incredibly heartwarming, and it's it's what sports are all about, really. And I think for you to like the first thing you said on here was um, giving kids an opportunity to stay out of trouble and and have fun, and just that's what sports should be all about. They should be about having fun, getting kids involved, ha- building a passion for something, and. It's just so cool to see you bring that opportunity to to such a deserving group of people. Yeah. Uh, you you talked about uh, you talked about uh, passion. Um, that is one thing uh, um, I'm really realizing with the kids we are coaching today. Uh, most of them have been with us from uh, from uh, 2016, and uh, uh, until today they're with us. But uh, these are kids you find on the field uh, on time, and uh, the kids that uh, help the other kids. Because uh, I am a coach and the rest of uh, the friends I coach with uh, are always okay at work. But we always find time after work to come and coach. But these very kids are helping each other before uh, we get there. And uh, it's easy. It's an easy transition from where I stop is where I would start to like uh, coach. Uh, it's, it, it has really been helpful. And I believe uh, that's uh, a true projection of, uh, of passion. Yeah, that is so... That's huge. So you have kids that have been involved since 2016 that have come back to the program and now are helping other kids learn the sport and and teaching the next generation. And that it just compounds and, and you're building a real community of, of and a culture around the sport. It's amazing. Yeah. 
That's so cool. So Andrew, tell me how how did you uh how did you build Kids Across Africa? Take us back to 2016 and you you want you have this idea to bring lacrosse to to Uganda. What's your first step? So yeah, um like uh, after after playing um, after playing uh, a while uh, uh, in the Ugandan league um uh, like I was so passionate about my community and my background. Uh, I really love uh, I really loved to see the kids uh, in my very community see the same get the same exposure. So um uh, this is one thing we started with our uh, like my teammates uh, uh we wanted uh, uh, more kids to play after us, and uh, it was an opportunity to start a small program that uh, would probably uh, initiate kids uh, into our very lead team. Uh, uh, like, uh, unfortunately, the team uh, kept on uh, uh, deteriorating because of uh, the numbers of the guys we played with. Most of them left for school. I also had to leave for school, but I was schooling from within, so it was easy for me to to keep around. But uh, um, uh, Remind me that question. I think I skipped some. So you you recruited some of your friends as the first step to to kind of get the program going, and then you guys would go out to to a field and and just try to get just show them what you're doing, and then get more kids involved. How did how did that how did you get the first twenty kids or thirty kids to pick up a stick? Yeah, so like we had uh, we had this very field that we used to train from. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, kids used. To come and see us train uh of course with a lot of gear you know like lacrosse gear looks fancy and uh like uh like the, the, the helmets and stuff so uh most of these kids uh fell for that uh and uh we i think we got our first two or three kids so uh these kids happen to be coming from a children's home so um I think they went back and talked to their friends. Uh, okay, there are other kids in the children's home. So uh, the next day we had a uh, number, I think around 15. So when we started wow. coaching them, uh, the lady that heads the children's home uh, came around and uh, we started getting in touch. We explained to her what we do and why we want to do it. So uh, she consistently pushed them to come to the field. Um, so um, wow. like it wasn't really... It wasn't really a field. It was a it was a park. It was a park. So um, we used to play in a park. So uh, with time, I think uh, um, the owner of the park wanted to use it for something. So we had to leave the park. But we were lucky enough that the kids followed us to uh, to the main field, the community field. So from there uh, is when we started growing. I think uh, um, during that time is when I showed you my first message. I think on LinkedIn. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Wow. So, so you guys just went out to practice to do what what you guys love, and then kids started coming and watching, and then they went home and told their friends about it, and then soon you found yourself with a team of twenty kids that needed needed a coach. <laughs> that is so cool, and I love how you you partnered with the the children's home and and got the community involved in advocating for the sport. That is such a great idea. Yeah, like uh, um, like uh, with time after after we started training on the field, uh, of course, uh, very different kids from different communities started coming together to the field, um, uh, and uh, it was such such uh, like uh, a big moments. I I remember uh, most of the parents started reaching out. Uh, 
uh, you guys do such and such a thing and I want my kid to come and start training with you guys. Uh, it, it really felt nice coming to a point where a, kid, uh, a parent reminds you, so and so didn't come for training, you need to come and talk to him at home. So uh, it felt like uh, uh, like we, we became, uh, I wouldn't say public figures, but uh, people that uh, uh, people could trust their kids with. Yeah. Uh, yeah because if someone can, uh, can reach out to you and ask you to come and uh, coach their kids or come and talk to their kids, they're doing such and such a thing. But uh, you're the only person they can reach out to to come and uh, probably say yeah. something to them to uh, correct them into the right path. And and most of our listeners are, are probably U.S. or, or Canada-based. So just to kind of color in what that looks like, um, you, Uganda, historically, there's been a lot of uh, civil unrest and, and war. And a lot of times, from what I understand, from what you've shared, um, people who are asking to to take care of uh, kids sometimes don't have the best intentions in mind and trick people, and it's it's a big problem. And so, for a community that has um, seen people take advantage of, let me help you, uh, like coach and parent your kids. For, for them to be able to trust you to do that and, and not even just trust, but like actually reach out and ask you to, that just shows the same thing that I saw in you from the first time I met you. You just project this, um, this, this sense of like, you're a great person. You really, really care about what you're doing. You're super passionate about the kids. And it's just a perfect recipe for somebody to be a leader in a community and really help provide an opportunity and a path that maybe people didn't know existed. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it can't be overstated what a challenge it is to build a sport in a community like you've done. I mean, it is not easy. It's an it, it's a expensive sport and the fundraising that you've done um like us our partnership and being able to i know we've met sometimes it's it's 2 3 a.m where you are sometimes it's 2 3 a.m where i am but we're we're able to connect and we're able to help help each other to be able to provide a great opportunity for for the kids it's really special so now tell me how did you get involved in uganda lacrosse because now you're you're the director of of the national team right yeah i'm uh I'm a national development director, and I think uh, I was voted in. Uh, I was voted in four years ago. Um, getting involved uh, uh, with uh, with Uganda Lacrosse as a development director uh, was uh, was uh, uh, because I projected a passion. I really loved what I was doing, and of course, I had already shown uh, strides of uh, I can do this. I can do this. So, but um, uh, a lot of people uh, really wanted me on. Uh, because uh, I, I don't know, me as a person had the different uh, skills to push something. So um, that includes uh, probably marketing because I had uh, a videography and uh, uh, photography and graphics uh, what uh, skills. So it was easy. But uh, I think it was mostly because I was passionate about coaching kids because uh, that's uh, how you do the sport. Start with the grassroots and uh, slowly yeah. it will spread into the different areas. So uh, I think that's why I was voted in. I don't know why, but I think that's why I was voted in. And uh, yeah, ever since then, I've been uh, mostly about grassroots development. I've been uh, uh, trying to do gear drives. I think we've done with uh, gear drives with you. 
uh, together with two lacrosse, uh, that was like a plus tier, but one. Uh, we've doing, uh, done fundraisers and, uh, of course, uh, uh, what is that? Uh, Cyber Monday and uh, Black Friday thing we did with you and uh, I got yeah. people to donate around 100 plastics. So, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think it comes from all of that. Yeah, so I think you have a unique way of of connecting with people and and being able to to see marketing opportunities to advance the mission that other people might not even see. So, um, and then I think strategy wise, what I've noticed is is you've really built a great strategy of starting with the youth and in multiple locations so they can play against each other. And then really building that that community so that you have a, a pipeline for the national team and you can continue to to build um, the success of the program. It's amazing. Yeah. Very, very cool. So kids across Africa, you've grown over the last four or five years to, to 250 players involved. The Uganda national team has has continued to progress in the rankings, I know, on the world stage. And They'll be playing here um, in San Diego, uh, in in California, in in June, I believe, right? Yeah. This year? Yeah, this year. Yeah. So that that must be pretty cool to see the Uganda national team on a national stage playing on ESPN. And do the kids, when they see that, are they just so excited? Yeah. Um. So um. This 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 is like uh. uh it's uh, it's something they can relate with. These are people they know. So yeah. It's really really exciting for them. Uh. When uh, they watch some of these games because uh sometimes I download the games and uh play them on a projector for them uh so like uh our national team is something that really excites kids and uh, most of them are, are looking forward to uh, breaking through being on that team someday and yeah, it's it's one thing we're looking forward to because uh, uh i believe uh the end game of uh, coaching a kid today is having them uh play at that kind of level someday yeah that that aspiration is a uh is a great tool for building passion and uh yeah. I think the character benefits um, that you, you're able to teach through the sport are what really pay off in the long run. But sometimes when yeah. you're young, you don't realize all the character building you're doing and you're just, you're more <laughs> focused on, I want to play on the national team. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. So, and and how have you been able to to coach other other community leaders to be able to coach the sport of lacrosse? Because a lot of the people who are coaching in your organization, they must have picked up the sport pretty pretty recently, right? Yeah, okay, like uh, we have people that have picked up the game recently, but there are also those that uh, we have played with uh, in the league. And uh, like uh, um, uh, we have always tried to invite uh, um, our coaches, uh, uh, like players that have played on the national team, uh, just like uh, the, the, the local uh, national team coach we have right now that is going to coach in San Diego is from Uganda. So we've always invited such people to come and uh, polish up the kids and also like teach the different uh, uh, people we coach with, uh, the teachers in these schools, um, uh, the coaches in these different programs. Uh, because at the end of the day, uh, I believe uh, anyone can learn something, however small, from anyone to still adding a stone to what you know. So yeah, we've always tried using that. And uh, like That's teaching, uh, teach, teaching the different people has been uh, something uh, a little difficult, and especially inviting those very coaches too, because uh, it costs, costs. Yeah. So it hasn't been very frequent, but 
yeah, it's what we're trying to do and we are being hopeful in the future that we can really, really have them frequently. And the fact that a lot of people have now featured in the national team, I believe there is a pool of people that you can invite to these different programs to uh, to help coach or teach someone something. So, yeah. That's such a powerful thought. You can learn something from everybody. And and yeah. taking that curious approach is just such a great example to set for the kids. <laughs> so, so this is a good segue, I think, because um, some of the challenges that you and I have talked about in our calls as we've we've tried to support in building the program um, was fundraising and how challenging that is. And through the the ideas that that you've and I have come up with, we've been able to help raise a pretty good a pretty good amount of equipment and I think a couple hundred sticks and. Um, I know I've got 10 boxes of apparel sitting here in our garage that showed up yesterday that uh, we got to figure out how we're going to get over to you. But um, one of the things that we've done together is we've set up the the team store for Kids Across Africa. And all of the profits from all those purchases go to Kids Across Africa. It helps build the annual budget so that they have the funds to really be able to, to do what they need to do with to, to bring the game to these 250 kids. So for all of our listeners, if you're wondering how to support, we will put the link in the bio. Um, the logo is amazing. It's a great cause. It's really cool swag. Um, go on there, grab some stuff, help support kids across Africa. Um, and then what I really wanted to, to get a chance to talk about was the trip that we're planning. So we are planning a signature and kids lacrosse Africa um an annual summer trip and that's going to start in 2024 and it'll be led by uh maddie sobiero my wife and and andrew here and um the purpose of the trip is really to bring college players to uganda help them to to run some clinics um and and get spend two weeks down there with the with the kids and then um the funds from the profits from the trip are going to go towards uh, the Kids Lacrosse Africa annual budget. So that way, Kids Lacrosse Africa has a way of every single year raising a budget that they can use to get more and more kids involved and to get the equipment they need and et cetera. So um, we're really, really excited to kick that off. And um, the more we can do to support what you're building down there, I think the better the better the whole community is going to be and the better the sport's going to be as a whole. Thank you. So, Andrew, where can our guests stay in touch and follow along the journey? We'll put it all in the show notes, but um, there's the kidslacrosseafrica.org, um, the Kids Lacrosse Africa on LinkedIn, on Instagram. Is there any other places that people should uh, to tune in to follow along? Yeah, uh, we have uh, we have a Facebook. We have a Facebook. Uh, we also have a Reddit. Reddit. Uh, we also, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I uh, recently opened up, uh, I think uh, it's called Tube, but uh, we haven't been uh, active on it. But uh, yeah, um, but I think uh, uh, Kids Lacrosse Africa is the is the main thing, and I believe uh, uh, if you can check out most of his uh, uh, social medias, you will definitely try find something. So, so Andrew, it's uh, what time is it over there now? It's uh, it's six. Five, five minutes past 6 p.m. Five minutes past 6. What a yeah. guy. On a Friday. Thank <laughs> you so much. We really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your story. And uh, 
I think we should we should do this every three months or so and just as a way of the community being able to continue to follow along and continue to support. It's just such an amazing story and the progress that you make um, every couple months is just incredible. So thank you so much for being a part of this. We love having uh, you as a partner and um, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Uh, I would really love to, to keep coming back and uh, um yeah, like uh, you guys have given us an amazing opportunity uh, uh, to get into faces of different people and, uh, of course, uh, share our our passion with different people uh, and, uh, of course, help uh, these different kids through the sport. And I believe uh, uh, you guys have really play, played a major role in uh, uh, getting us to where we are today. Uh, yeah, uh, and also getting me on a podcast. Uh, this is my first podcast and I was really, really uh, I think should I call it scared because Danny Smith was the, the person before me, so I was like, "Ah, what I do this?" But yeah, I'm really grateful you had me. <laughs> well, you did an incredible job, and uh, you have you have more of a face for TV, so it's good to have you. Uh, it's good to have you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So I think uh, one thing that our listeners would really get a lot from is is hearing your why behind this and, and the vision that you have for kids lacrosse Africa and, and kind of how our partnership has, has grown that vision. Like, uh, uh, partnering with uh, Signature Lacrosse has been a, a very big opportunity. Uh, uh, it has gotten us to, to different faces, uh, different people. Uh, a lot of people have reached out uh, to us, but this whole uh, picture started when uh, uh, I met uh, Dan uh, from Signature, and uh, uh, ever since then, I think we've grown uh, twice or thrice as much. And uh, I believe that if this this really continues this way, uh, there is hope that uh, uh, kids like West Africa will be helping more kids, uh, serving more kids uh, on the continent of Africa. There is hope that uh, uh, we will have uh, a program in each country of Africa, and uh, uh, I believe. Uh, 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 with this kind of partnership, uh, this is very, very possible. So, yeah, thank you for all you've done for us. <laughs> what an honor it is for us to be able to be part of uh, the journey and, and to be able to support you in, in bringing lacrosse to an entire continent. It's just such a amazing goal. And I think we have the right partnership here and we have the right the right people to support, to really make it a possible uh, endeavor over the next 10 years. And that's just so exciting. Thank you. Like, uh, Bob, when this started in 20, when this started in 2016, it really seemed to be a very small idea. I don't know where you know the Nile originates from. Uh, it's uh, it's in a small city called uh, Jinja in Uganda. Uh, yeah. But uh, like this later grew into a, a a nationwide uh, program, and uh, we are still growing that. But right now, uh, everything really seems possible. Uh, and I believe uh, the continent is something that we can do uh, because of this kind of partnership. Because uh, um, on the continent of Africa, uh, uh, the biggest challenge is uh, uh, for Lacrosse is uh, having equipment. And I think uh, that was quickly solved with a partnership of Signature Lacrosse. Having uh, consistently uh, 
uh, having uh, gear coming, balls coming, uh, consistently having kids on the field uh, yeah. has really helped us up our game. Uh, but I don't know if uh, you've visited our Instagram uh, frequently, but I think uh, the level of play when we first met you to the level of play we're playing right now is very, very different. It's but incredible. Yeah, but that's because uh, the, of the sticks you keep uh, sending to us. Because um, as long as a kid has a stick in the hand every day and continuously trains, the level of skill will always build up. Uh, a coach can't do so much because without the sticks, eh, there is nothing much we can do. But with your help, with the sticks uh, consistently coming in, I mean, uh, everything is possible. So I'm... Um, I'm really, really so happy uh, that uh, we met you, and uh, I'm uh, I'm really, really praying that uh, we keep the, the relationship and uh, uh, keep growing the sport, touch every kid, serve every kid in the continent of Africa. Amazing. Well, we just love being a part of this journey, and we'll be behind you 110% all the way through the finish line, my friend. Thank you.